The Sex Ed with Tim podcast is recorded on the traditional territory of many nations, including the Mississaugas of the Credit, the Anishinaabe, the Chippewa, the Haudenosaunee, and the Wendat peoples, and is now home to many diverse First Nations, Inuit, and Métis people. We acknowledge that Toronto is covered by Treaty 13, signed with the Mississaugas of the Credit, and the Williams Treaty, signed with multiple Mississaugas and Chippewa bands. You're listening to Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I'm your host, Tim. I'm a certified sex educator. I identify as a chaotic homosexual. And what do you call a bunch of gays doing a drive-by? A fruit roll-up. Uh, <laughs> I'm leaving. I'm hanging up. No, bye. No, no. Come back, come back, come back. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so, everyone, it's season three. Oh my God, we made it to season three. Where the hell did the time go? I don't even know. I'm old. Oh, the same. You're not. Chapel, you're not. I mean, we're. I mean, we're, in know. gay in gay years, we're like geriatric. We're, yeah, yeah, we're like bone dust at this point. Yeah, I'm like you know, straight, skinny, gay, fat, and Gen Z invisible. Um. <laughs> and you know what? And you know what? That is a fucking loaded statement right there, my friend. <laughs> I can say fuck on here, right? Uh no, this is a Christian podcast. What are you talking? Okay. Sorry, <laughs> everything you want. Amazing. I assumed, but I, I would be, be sure. insulted if you didn't swear or at least say "bleeding asshole" at least once in this recording. I will do my best to work it in. Perfect <laughs> to work in no your bleeding promises. asshole. Yeah, no. to wor- not mine, but the no. phrase. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I haven't even introduced you to the listeners. Oh hi. Um, oh hi. <laughs> So everybody, uh, here at Sex of a Tim, I love to bring in a diverse number of guests, and who better to represent diversity than a white gay in the entertainment <laughs> industry? Like, absolute pinnacle of diversity and inclusion. <laughs> I have here filmmaker, artist, musician, multi-hyphenate, uh, I'm assuming tight bottom as well. Uh, you would assume wrong, but continue. Oh, my mistake. <laughs> Whoever said I do accurate research here on Sex Ed with Tim. <laughs> Please welcome to the show, Chaffel. Hey, Chaffle. what's up? It's okay. We're going to have this conversation. So let's do it. This is the most confusing part of having a fucking stage name is having to. So conversationally, Chapel. The, but mm-hmm. like the, my name is Chapel, like the phrase is the name, if that makes sense. So like, that's the name I put out music under is my name is Chapel. Right. But obviously you wouldn't be like, Hey, my name is Chapel. How are you today? I mean, you could, but <laughs> you know, for branding here. purposes, so because if the you're label- Googling, it's my name is Chapel. It's actually a funny story that I tried to, to just do Chapel and I tried what? to trademark that like years ago. Uh-huh. And um, Warner Chappelle, the record label. I don't know if I can oh, say this, yeah. but whatever. Sue me. I don't give a fuck. Um, we'll get canceled they, together. They, their, their lawyer called my lawyer. 
and it was my friend who worked for a trademarking firm representing me but um for free but um they were basically like yeah no we're gonna block you in court if you try to trademark chapel and uh uh-huh and so i was like well if my name can't be chapel can it be my name is chapel and they were like that's so stupid but as long (laughs) as you don't they sent like this record label record like this legal letterhead letter that was like your client's recent song ghost is and i was like but did you like did you listen to the song because they're like they're like we were the label that represents michael jackson beyonce and i was like can you send this to to legal can you send the single to a and r please so to see if they like the song anyone scouting Um, and so uh uh-huh but so basically i just have an agreement with them i guess i've signed a paper somewhere deep in their legal files that i will not start a record label under the name chapel but other than that it's mine oh my god that's so stupid i mean i have worked in the music industry for like three years it's absolute garbage it's also it's like (laughs) you don't claim the word chapel that's like you know a word and there's a chapelle it's spelled differently too yeah like dave or Uh, thank you talk about him no, I mean, and you would be shocked at how often people read Chapel and go, oh, my name is Chappelle. Chappelle. And I'm like, where is there an E-L-L-E, babe? It's spelled like the building. <laughs> what just about that spelling gave you Chappelle? You take them to church, babes. You take them to church. <laughs> Maybe something like that. I don't know. but You know, your story reminds me a lot of FKA Twigs. Like, Oh, fuck a Twigs, as I lovingly call fuck her. Fuck a Twigs? <laughs> For those of you who don't know, FKA means formerly known as because like yes. she named herself Twigs and then there was another artist named Twigs. She's like, you can't use that name. She's like, okay, yeah. FKA Twigs. <laughs> Look yeah. at where she is now. <laughs> Love her. She's awesome. Her. Have you ever seen like her live gigs where she dances and shit? It's nuts. Oh my God. Because of her, I got into pole dancing. Oh, cool. Yeah. We should She's- all be so lucky. We should all be so lucky to be blessed and influenced by the FKA Twigs. By Fucka Twigs herself, man. Okay, Okay, you know what? I'm going to say Fucka Twigs from now on. Fucka Twigs! It's a good one. I love Fucka Twigs. Uh Oh my god. Well, you know what? This episode is not about Fucka Twigs. This episode is about (laughs) you. (laughs) She's just always, she gets worked in there somehow. (laughs) <laughs> oh, she she gets her work in plenty. There, that yeah. Robert Pattinson. Did, I was just gonna it. say our Pat. Oh my god, our Pats. Oh my god, his performance in the Batman Crimes Against Humanity. It was. You are not was, allowed to do that ever again. Ugh. It was something, all right. No, it was something. It, no, it wasn't. Stop being. I a was pad- something. No. I didn't say something. a good something. I okay. said it was something. I thought you're like being a an Arpads apologist here on my show. Like mm, I enjoyed the no. film as a whole, but I wouldn't say no. that it was revolutionary in any of the performances. No, it was it was it was a whole. Like H O L E. It was a whole. I'm so, of the, I'm of the persuasion, like with films, especially because I make them. I have like a hard time like hating anything. So I'm I I'm very much okay with letting myself enjoy a bad movie. Oh my god! Do you know what I mean? Oh my god! Why did I get a bleeding heart here on my show? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kidding. Bleeding heart and a bleeding asshole, huh? I think we're very in a space in culture, especially with film. Now that everybody has a letterbox account, it's like everything either has to be incredible or it's the worst piece worst. of shit you've ever seen. Like some things are just mid, guys. Like it's okay. Mm-hmm. Things are like, just kind of. Things can be- Things can be <laughs> yeah. mediocre. Let yeah. it be mediocre. It could just be kind of a whatever. 
Just a, you know, like, you know, we saw Sandra Bullock in the Lost City. It wasn't anything crazy. Um, okay, I am a Sandra Bullock apologist. I'm sorry. Oh, so am I. <laughs> so am I. Don't get it twisted. I'm saying it was mid. I loved okay. every frame. I loved every frame of that terrible movie. Oh my god! Okay? You see what the, I'm saying? The Leo energy just truly <laughs> radiates from Sandy B. Oh my god! She, I love she can her. Do no wrong. Oh my god! And Canadian representation. Like we need. Is she more. Canadian? Yeah, she's from here. I know. Oh, I didn't know that. She's working illegally in the states. At least I have heard. Sorry, well, Ice. No, I didn't say anything. Whoops, no. Whoops. <laughs> whoopsies. <laughs> Anyway. Anyways, Chapel. Let's talk about you. Okay. Let's talk about sure. everything. Like, uh, were you like your English teacher's favorite student or were you straight? So, uh, neither. Um, <laughs> I. <laughs> You're gay and dumb. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Okay. So I would say specifically English teachers probably were the, I was their, they tolerated me the most. I don't mm-hmm. think I was anyone's favorite student. I think I was their most fun student, but like, my dad will tell anyone who will listen about all the teachers would always say, smartest kid in the class, you'd think he'd show up or do his homework. I never did either. <laughs> I was never there. No. Okay? So, no, I ditched student. a lot. I ditched a lot. But it was just because like, I was like going home at 16 and like recording an album and like watching the Look Golden Girls. Look at you, girl boss. Excuse the it fuck was, out of me. I mean, I, I graduated high school because I cried to one of my teachers and made up a story that my mother was sick. I'm going to hell for that one. I want to hear the story. Tell me it everything. Was, I was, I had this incredible Spanish teacher. Her name was Senora Grant. I'm so sorry, Senora Grant. She was beautiful. She was like, so fucking glamorous and just like really cool and just like the sweetest woman a very 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 and um but but so lovely and i just like wasn't going to class it was first period i was staying at home like i because i lived walking distance from school Mm -hmm. and so i just like would show up whenever i felt like it and by walking distance i mean a two minute walk oh wow um, so yeah, school yeah, was yeah, your yeah. next door neighbor. Like a two blocks. Yeah, yeah. I didn't go enough. And it was like my last semester of senior year. And I was flunking that class. And I cried in her classroom one day and told her that like I was going through a lot. And my mom was sick. And she just was like, okay, here's this giant project that you didn't turn in three months ago. Turn it in next week and I'll give you full credit. And she didn't bumped me up like two letter grades just because like I cried. Oh, and she was a nice God. lady. And I graduated because of that. And then I had a science teacher who I was failing two classes, but I could only fail one if I wanted to graduate. So then at, at graduation, I walked past my science teacher, which was the other class that I was failing. And he goes, Tim, I, uh, saw that your, uh, senior grant bumped you up to a C. I guess I bumped up to you, you up to a D for nothing. <laughs> he like also bumped me up without me asking because he disliked me. So I was like, thank you for your service. Yeah. Mm, real subtle. He just wanted to give you the D, huh? D for diploma kids. He was a very oh. good looking young man. He was the one that all the girls like wanted him for sure. Cause he was like in his thirties. He was a hot surfer. Ooh. Yeah. He was Ooh. a cool guy. That's a very uh, pretty little liars kind of situation. You know, uh, I, yeah, very that actually. <laughs> very that. Very yeah. that. Did you have any strong gay feelings in school for like whether via staff or another classmate? Oh yeah, I so I came out when I was thirteen. Okay. Um, and Good for you, love that. Thank you. Uh, I don't, in hindsight, <laughs> because girl, I, I came out like, at twenty-one. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I was, um, 
I was uh, kind of like the only out gay person, and I lived in like a pretty conservative area like a bible so, belty uh-huh and i was uh, in high school in like 2009 to 2013 which was like the mm. peak of that's gay and faggot being the thing that everyone said in casual conversation oh my god that's so, so gay uh, uh-huh, uh-huh it was very memories. that time yeah and so i was like almost infamous in my high school like in a bad way for being the one gay person so it was bad um so school was like truthfully the root of my trauma <laughs> Um, I, I I transferred out of Catholic school to public school in second grade, got to school, and my first week was told I was gay when I didn't even know what that was by a fifth grader. Oh, and I was like, so you yeah, got yeah. outed by someone else? Well, and I was like, I don't even know what the fuck that is. And then I went home and I told my mom, and I was like, is that bad? And she was like, no. And I was like, oh, all right. And but I didn't think I was until I was thirteen and realized I had a crush on a dude, and I was like, oh, all right. And then that was about it. I didn't have like a big like. You didn't get your gay card in the mail. You didn't get like your party or anything. No, it wasn't like a, I knew. So I, I know so many people like I knew since I was four, but I just like denied it. I didn't. I realized afterward that you were the, genuinely ignorant about your sexual orientation. Yes, <laughs> and I realized later. Oh, that's why I thought of that boy differently. Like I know now that that's what it was, but at the time I didn't know. And so, yeah, kind of a not as common scenario, just based on my friends that I've talked to who were gay. Anyway, that's a long winded way of saying I, there was one other gay guy that came to my high school when I was like a sophomore or a junior. And I had a long standing on and off kind of bit with him. I think we dated for maybe a total of four weeks in a three year period. Oh, that's like just 10 years in off. gay time. Yeah, especially when you're like 17. And I thought I fucking had seen it all with real heartbreak. And like, I thought I knew everything. At 17 and four uh-huh. weeks, we've experienced the entire spectrum of right. the human experience. I was like, I'm going to, this is the love of my life at 17. I'm going to die with him. Oh yes, my God. who now is a, a beautiful trans woman. So great for her. Good for and, her. Uh-huh. And we are, we're cool. Like we don't You're tight. hang out. Oh, I love we like text sometimes and stuff i still see her on the instagrams i love how about that that? like some shit yeah (laughs) wow and also like very lucky that you got a mom that was so chill about a gay kid especially in the bible belt yeah my dad too um oh cool yeah uh uh-huh uh i think my dad it was just like it was more of an adjustment but it wasn't it was never a question of whether or not he supported me mm. it was just uh okay i'm having to accept that my vision for where my child's life was gonna go is not that so it was just kind of a you know what i'm saying but like right well i guess like in now nowadays like every parent doesn't really expect you know a gay kid because yeah. i don't know boomers and gen x or whatever they're expecting straight and then you have your vision sure. of a kid and whatever and all that and then when you come out as gay and then the parents like oh now what so it's like I up know. to them to be like am i going to be cool with this am i going to be right. homophobic which you right. get you know what you get but also like chill the fuck out everybody can be gay everyone's gay in 2023 like let's just i assume that everyone is gay until proven straight that's how i I mean hey listen everybody's a little gay right everyone's a little bit gay (laughs) i'll go out to a guy and like do you want a little gay inside of you tonight oh no (laughs) (laughs) 
And yeah, so, but, t- you know, and, and again, it was never him not supporting me. It was just different for him. But then he put on Google alerts for Lady Gaga. Now he watches Real Housewives with me. So how about that? Uh, who's your favorite housewife? <laughs> Kyle Richards. Kyle? <laughs> I'm, mm-hmm. uh, it's a controversial choice, but I stand by it. I mean, hey, you got to be an apologist to one housewife. And that's, let me, let me say though, I'm biased because I've like spent time with her. So she's, I kind of have to pick her as my favorite. But if Mm. we're talking about like performance wise, probably it's like a toss up between Bethany and Nini. Oh, I'm team Nini all the way. Nini or Lisa Rinna. Oh, I love Rinna. She's messy. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) No, but I think Nini being like the most iconic, gifable housewife. Oh yeah, I said what I said. Uh huh. And then Bethany is like a confessional assassin. Oh my god, yes, <laughs> I love it. I wish there were more housewife franchises. There was one here in Toronto, but like nobody watched it, and also it was pretty boring. Because <laughs> there's oh. nothing here. I know. Can you imagine all the tea and all like the drama here in Toronto. Because sure. when you think drama, you think Toronto. <laughs> right. <laughs> right totally it's right? the first place i'm thinking of for yeah. my new reality show not like orange county or beverly hills or right. potomac because <laughs> potomac is the hive of like <laughs> all the tea and the gossip right <laughs> i mean oh they're messy on that show though damn i don't watch them all yeah. but uh, no. but but i uh, but i i've dabbled in most I've seen all of Beverly Hills. I've seen all of New York. I've seen most of Atlanta and I've seen all of Salt Lake City. Mm -hmm. What do you think is the appeal with Real Housewives and gays? You know, that's so funny because it's kind of shifted over the past few years. Okay, this is going to sound like the most annoying white fag thing you've ever heard anyone say. So I apologize. Do it. Don't apologize. I've, I'm, I've been a little ahead of the curve on queer entertainment to the point that by the time I feel like all my friends are catching up on something, I've moved on. So I was like, I was like obsessed with RuPaul's Drag Race and like season four, five, six, like, and then I just was like, yeah, I got bored after the Trixie and Katya's first year and then was like, I'm done. And then now everyone's talking about it. But then now I see the drag race gays starting to migrate over to the housewives. And I'm like, you guys, I've been telling you to watch this shit for years. And you thought I was annoying. Oh, so you're so, a tastemaker, huh? Uh-huh. <laughs> I hate it. It's my cross to bear in life. Okay. It's your burden. But, yeah. <laughs> no, but I'm just, let me, I'm, I'm, I'm a little ahead of annoying basic people. I don't claim to be like a real groundbreaker on it. I'm just <laughs> un- ahead of the, the real bland ones. Uh, okay. For those of you that can't see this right now, I'm tipping my glasses and be like, gays watching Drag Race, groundbreaking. Right, exactly. So Giving you um, Miranda Priestly. <laughs> but so, I don't know what it is about gay people on house size. I think they just stand funny, like, hot women who just, like, catty. fuck around. Yeah. I think we want to emulate that secretly. That's why we love Miranda Priestly. We love oh. the housewives, you know? You know how many gay people wish that they would cast like a real house gaze or something of Palm Springs or whatever? Like, please. Like Fire Island Pines or whatever. I know. See, I'm not built for it, though. Like, I have the wits for it, but I would just feel bad. What do you like, mean? being mean to people and like all those shit that they get into. I would just That's be like, yeah, great I'm stand time. in the corner. Actually, you know what? I get you. I'm not exactly intentionally mean, but I do feed off dramatic energy, and I just like sit by the sidelines eating my popcorn. Like I want uh-huh. you to attack 
go on the attack now. Let's start like it's a more, pool. Like, all right, uh-huh. who's going to get who? I want I that. I don't want the level of scrutiny that they're just every, like, I, I'm on Twitter. Mm. Housewives Twitter is a dark place. Oh, I am no. like risking my life every day logging on and saying that I like Kyle Richards. Okay. <laughs> like it's, they're so all have their minds made up about everybody. And the, the ones that they hate can never do anything right. And they just despise them. And it's like, yeah, I don't hate anyone on a reality show. Yeah. Cause like, it's that's, all fabricated. Like, yeah, come on, it's all produced. Everybody serves a purpose. If you, if you hate them that much, they're doing their job. Yeah. It's just, like I, it takes a specific kind of mentality to think that that's real. I know. I mean, you know, reality TV is not reality because it's on TV. No. Like, no. <laughs> otherwise, it'd be so fucking boring. Like me watching her brush her goddamn fake ass teeth. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm good. Good. Uh, uh, you know what? I might watch that. <laughs> I mean, given the trash I already consume, <laughs> you're like on second thought. I you love that what? you asked me about my experiences of being gay in high school, and we started talking about Kyle Richards. I mean, like, what the fuck? That's the natural <laughs> flow of things, right? Okay, fine. All right, let's get back to you. I guess. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that was a fun journey. <laughs> Then let's take a U-turn and go back to where you are as a gay kid. Uh, you said you came out at 13. What does that mean, like, coming out? Because coming out means differently for every single gay person I've spoken to. So that was uh, an interesting experience. So I realized that I liked a dude. I did the typical pipeline of telling everybody I was bi first to, like, try to <laughs> soften the blow. And then within like a couple months, we just pretended like that part didn't happen. And I was just like, yeah, I'm gay. So I had a friend who was out gay and platonic. I think he was very threatened by me. He wanted to be the Regina George of the school and, and didn't like to, when when gays think they're Regina George, but they're just George, you know what I mean? Yeah. George. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, but he had a real mean streak. I hope he's healed and is well. We were 13, so I'm willing to let it go, and I haven't oh, seen him since. But fair. So, I had come out to him and told him that I liked this boy who was not gay. One of two heterosexual people I've ever had a crush on in my life. I'm not into the straights. Um, Ugh, and uh, That's a slur here on the show. Sorry. Am I saying that right, people? Mm. But so, uh, and he told everybody at the school like the next day, which he is outed really you? shitty. Yeah, and told everybody the boy that I liked. Oh my so god! That was, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I just was like, well, fuck this! And I came out like a bat out of hell, and I like wore lipstick to school for like a week. I was just trying everything. I love that. Okay, crack whore red. Really? Uh, no, it was like more of like a purple. I was doing the Lady Gaga, the paparazzi video, and she painted oh, those little baby doll lips. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like that. while she poisons her husband. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I just killed mm. my boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cute, cute, uh-huh. cute. Interesting thinking back about that. Like I had a PE teacher who was like, take the lipstick off, like in front of everybody. I'm like, I could have sued the fuck out of him for that. Yeah. And didn't know. What's his uh, deal? Yeah, it was 2008. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> and, um, and so, yeah, uh, that was kind of my, and then I told my parents a few weeks later and it was just kind of a, all right, this is it. And then That's that it. was it. So but it, yeah. very anticlimactic. 
Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of a disaster. But as far as like me accepting it within myself was just kind of like, all right, okay. moving on. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I you guess. know what? I kind of like that. Like, I would rather coming out from here on out is just be as boring as like past the salt. Uh-huh. That's so like if uh, and when I ever have kids and they tell me, dad, I'm uh, gay or trans or whatever. I'd be like, great. Can you please take out the garbage? Like I asked you two hours ago. I want it to be so mundane and boring. That's exactly what happened. You're gay. Amazing. You're still not doing shit around the house. So can you identify as helpful, please, first? And then we can have that conversation. Your pronouns can be mop and broom. How about that? <laughs> please. Mess. Oh, you can, your pronouns can be anything as long as you fucking clean up your room. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, and like that, like I wish for that. Like I had a very mundane coming out too, where I came out on my 21st birthday because my parents had to be nice to me. And <laughs> like, you can't be mean. It's my birthday. <laughs> and then when I told them, I was like sobbing and crying. They're like, thanks for telling us, but can you come upstairs? The pizza's getting cold. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> where's my drama? I wanted the drama. I wanted to be the villain. Give me something. That's so funny. <laughs> it was, yeah, in hindsight, it's funny. And like back then I was like, oh, okay. It wasn't such a big deal. Yeah. But now I'm just like, I want, I wanted more. <laughs> Give me my, give me my yeah. Oscar moment. Give me Can that. Can you at least gasp or something? Yeah. Like, you know what? That's a good idea. I'm going to redo my, uh, coming out on my birthday <laughs> to ask my parents. Can you please make a big deal out of it? <laughs> that is an incredible idea. Film yes. It. Yeah. I will. Oh my God. You'll be the first one to get it. <laughs> then Great. They're so audibly like, Oh my God. I'll give my mom like a set of pearls to clutch. <laughs> and if they don't do a good enough job on the gas, just like dub it with a sound effect from online. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah. something in like a Spanish telenovela. Hey, uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, and the it lips just like doesn't sink. match their lips. lips exactly. <laughs> That's the most important part. Lips do not match up. <laughs> Gasps in Spanish. We'll be right back after this commercial break. Yes. Hey, you sick motherfuckers. I've got a special treat for you. Need a new toy to spice up your sex life? Head over to loveshop.ca slash sexedmonton and get yourself a cock ring, a dildo, a vibrator, or even a life-sized sex doll. (laughs) Damn, I guess love really does come in all shapes and sizes. Get 15% off your entire order when you use code sexedwithtim at checkout. They're shipping to all of Canada and the United States because North America is horny. That's loveshop.ca slash sexedwithtim and use code sexedwithtim for 15% off your entire purchase. Happy orgasm! Do you like feeling sexy and looking sexy? Of course you do. Only my listeners are sexy as fuck. I have partnered with fetishwear designer Dale Kuda to bring you the hottest deals on custom jock straps, harnesses, hats, and more. Head over to dalekuda.com, that's D-A-L-E-K-U-D-A.com, and use code SEXEDWITHTIM at checkout for 25% off the entire store. Yeah, you heard me. 25% off. And cherry on top, free shipping. Oh my god. 
I have a few of the stuff that he has made for me and girl mm, I'm wearing it right now I'm wearing like a little jock strap so that I could easily just like slip a little butt plug or dildo every now and then here and there and I'm on the train I'm just like uh, 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 thank you Dale <laughs> that's dalecuda.com with the code sexedwithtim for 25% off your entire purchase with free shipping with a deal like that I swear I could come buckets honey the show is about to begin. Yes. So, yeah, I wish coming out was like that. But when you're finally settled into your gayness and uh, you're like, you know, feeling your gay oh, as you're dating now, what was like the dating scene like for you? Uh, there wasn't one. There wasn't one? <laughs> no. In rural Bible like, Belt? <laughs> I had no, I've had two boyfriends in my life. Okay. Oh, same. And uh, I mean, oh, love boyfriend? it. Boyfriend? I don't know. That's subjective. I've had two where it was like, no, we're boyfriends. Like we. Oh, said okay. It. Okay, fair. I've had and a thousand... one was. Mm. Okay, I haven't had all of those, but I've no. had, and the one, the other one was four years, so it was like a long time. Okay, all right, um, that's fair. That's fair. But um, yeah. So uh, not much. I mean, it was after that one person through high school. There was really nothing for a long time, and then I met my kind of first real love boyfriend uh when i was 19 and then we were together with a little break in there for f like four years and then that was kind of my defining like relationship of my life oh so that's what my records are about is that one yeah everybody's stream confessions of a dramatic 20 something <laughs> 20 something drama, drama queen, queen. Yeah. <laughs> wherever you that get one's, that one's that one, the, it's young adult is the the second record is the one that's like really about him. But mm. twenty something drama queen, there's really only one song. The rest is about someone else. Um, so that's do you want to talk about it? Up. We can, sure. Yeah, I let's mean, do I had it. a, I had a. Oh fuck! I hope he doesn't listen to this. We don't really talk anymore. So whatever. Right, Hi. Whatever. Um, you don't talk I, anymore. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I had a, a friend who. Um, I wanted to be more than friendly with cute and um and we well I didn't want to be in a relationship with him because I knew people would always ask me when are you guys gonna date it's so obvious you have chemistry and I'm like I know that part but uh, I'd kill him he's not emotionally mature enough for me so I just think we should be mm. friends who do other fun things sometimes and that's it <laughs> friends with benefits type of kind of yeah and and we towed the line for a while and then it just kind of went came to a point where it, something got kind of awkward and then we just like haven't really talked since so if you're listening hey i still have the same number it's fine we can move <laughs> on i'm not mad okay so there's uh, no bad blood between you uh, there might be on his end. I don't be. know. Oh, shit. Ooh. So if you want the real story, I don't think he'll listen to this. So I'll no, say it. he was supposed to play a part in my film that we shot last year. And we were supposed to have a certain dynamic in said film. And we did like a little rehearsal thing. And I think it kind of freaked him out because I think that oh. he, I think that he thought that I thought us doing the movie and pretending to was together. a way to like uh-huh mm. and it really wasn't he just was perfect for the part right right and, right and listen uh, have you ever kissed someone on camera without practicing it first you should it's weird it's weird 
it's, it's really fucking weird. So yep. we practice it. And I think it just kind of freaked him out. I think he probably had some friends try to tell him that I was like, coming on he's a little him. younger than me so mm-hmm. i was like you're probably dumbass friends were probably like thinking that <laughs> i'm trying to like get you to fall in love with me it's like no i just really want to make a good movie good and movie, we have like right. visible chemistry, chemistry yeah yeah that i know will read so i wanted him to do it and then he had to tell me that he didn't feel he like freaked he freaked out and then just like dipped like three days before we were supposed to roll camera yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <gasps> Oh yeah, my yeah. god! Yeah, 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 yeah. That's so and, and shitty. And listen, yeah, you know what? It, it 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 wasn't great. We figured it out. Luckily, my friend Emma knows every fucking actor in San Diego, so <laughs> we that. got a wonderful, wonderful guy to come in and do it, and he fucking crushed it. So it's fine. But um, but yeah, and we kind of haven't really talked since. I've tried to reach out and be like, hey everything's fine and haven't really heard anything so i just gave up so there's some stuff on my my upcoming record that's out like late this year that's like a little about that but they're nice songs it's like a it's a hey i get it that you were going through some shit like even if we don't talk again it's okay so you're not a vindictive gay you're just like no 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 i i don't like that you hold, yeah that's the thing with a lot of gay men they hold on to like a lot of anger and resentment and they're projecting things and it's just like no. that's not cute that's not cute i don't like all of that like if i saw him tomorrow i'd be like what's up fucker like it's fine <laughs> it's fine hey how you doing faggot yeah <laughs> maybe not that but yeah <laughs> yeah so okay. you know that's kind of that i have not told that story i can't believe i just said that on mic but whatever Thank it is what it is for sharing no it's fine, <laughs> it's fine. he's probably not gonna hear us and if he listens like, to yeah. this i'm sorry i i'm not mad and it's okay and uh yeah so there's like a little bit about that on like the record only a little bit that one's super fun it's like not depressing which is a turn for me are you um, normally <laughs> making depressed music yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay, to be fair, before this interview, I did do some shrooms to uh, <laughs> to uh, your drama queen alpha. And glass that's the first house, time I've heard that. And glass house made me feel like mm, oh yeah, colors, yeah, yeah. So I love that. That's fucking cool. That is a and, fun song. I love that record. It's it's a great track and it's great for doing drugs with. That should be your new <laughs> title of your album. Great Songs for doing do drugs, drugs with. with. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I have the new one title, but I will I will back pocket that for for album after that. Thank you. <laughs> give me a little bit of songwriting credit. <laughs> I will. I'll give it to you. I'll give it to you. <laughs> you keep all the royalties. I just want the name and the fame. <laughs> yeah so anyway like but relationship wise i mean really there's just the one that was kind of like the career definer of them thus far Mm -hmm. is that not the friend but the one that i was actually with for a long time right because it like shaped you so much as a person yeah i mean i i i had pictured myself i'm really just fucking bearing it all here i really had never pictured myself as a parent until i was with him wow and uh uh-huh uh-huh and i had never i just i had never thought about how i was like gonna ask someone to marry me until i was with him Mm -hmm. and yeah just kind of i really pictured the whole adult thing like i was ready to do that so 
uh-huh and it really kind of pulled that out of me so he's a he's a great guy we haven't talked in a long time but it just it wasn't like a dramatic someone cheated or a blow up yeah, fight yeah. it was just a kind of misunderstanding like, a little. fuck this isn't working yeah. and it's sad uh, you know it was one of those where it's like an amicable which really kind of makes it worse because it was like i'm not mad at you which helps when you're sad about something because it's like at least if i can be pissed at you it's a little easier to move on but when there's nothing to be mad about it's like well fuck me i just have to sit here and be sad be sad about it and just so, feel your lana del rey fantasy and that's why the records are depressing <laughs> <laughs> so yeah They're, the titles are not as depressing like not like born to die you know <laughs> No, I try to be light with the, all the next records a little more complicated of a title, but, um, okay. yeah, it like a Lord kind of situation. It's a little more. Yeah. And the, the sound is a lot more like eighties, like dark kind of pop stuff, mm-hmm. which is really fun. I haven't oh, done cute. that as I've like, I've trickled into it a little before, mm-hmm. but I've never like took, taken the swing. So I feel like I'm taking the swing now, which is cool. I'm like actually doing this. It's funny because this is technically like my fourth album, but it feels like my first because it feels like so. It's like a child. Yeah, it's like it just feels the most me out of any of them. And it feels like I'm doing something that's really new and different for the first time. Whereas the first few kind of feel like they could go together. Mm-hmm. This one is like, mm-hmm. no, no, it's it's a whole other plane. Right. Yeah. yeah. If that makes sense. No, so, it's like it's it stands on its own. As well as you together with your uh, collection, yeah, it's like That's it's cool. like a real grown up record this time. Ooh, I can't wait! Uh, yeah, it's can you spill be any cool. tea about that though, or is that still on the download? About it, it's yeah. it's not going to come until after my film comes out, okay. um, because I want to give the movie its own moment, and that is like, I mean, we've had a fucking nuts a week with that, so. I like don't sleep. Um, <laughs> I get, so basically we did this film. We shot it last year. It's called mystery solved. And if you want, I can send you the screener link. If Please you would like do. to see it, it's not a short film. Whenever I say I made a movie, people are like, Oh, like a short. No bitch. It's an hour and 34 minutes. Thank you. It's a film film. <laughs> it's a feature length as we call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's a horror comedy and it's really gay and it's really funny and um Ooh, it's like yummy. a slasher mm-hmm. so basically i play like a little like dweeb uh my best friend her family um has purchased this house where in this small town that we live in 20 years ago this man very infamously murdered like a shit ton of people in that house oh that's sexy. and then fell off the face of the earth like he just disappeared they never caught him i love that And so the house is kind of infamous it's like you know the, the town that has like that house on the hill like that and mm-hmm. um and so on the, it's the 20th anniversary weekend of the murders and every year the town does like kids are like pulling pranks doing crazy shit it's like halloween for their town and she my best friend decides to throw a murder mystery party based on the murders in the house where they happened and and so uh during that party the missing murderer shows up and doesn't like that we're in his house so people start 
Mm, uh-huh. It's really fun. It's really funny. It's so gay. Campy. And there's like my, I love my it. friends, Kyle and Eric. They've been, they're a couple. They've been together for like, I don't know, six or seven years or something like that. And Ancient. I utilize them to the fullest because they're so fucking funny. Two of the funniest people I know. And the, every time you, they're on screen together, they're like tongues are in each other's mouth. Wow. It's like, it was very just like, I'm like, I want you to, I'm like behind the camera going, more tongue. I want you to lick each other's tongues. Okay. Like, like literally salivate <laughs> on your eyebrows. Like, <laughs> well, they've been together wow. so long that I'm, they just were able to just go for it. So I'm like, this is what I wanted. Thank you very much. But it's got a lot of heart and it's got, uh, I mean, I'm really proud of the cast because it's a fucking killer ensemble and everybody in it is so funny. And um, so anyway, we just got accepted into our first film festival yesterday. Okay, work. Uh-huh. So I'm really work, excited girl. about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a horror festival called Scum Dance, which is the funniest fucking title I've ever heard Scum. for a festival <laughs> instead of Sundance. <laughs> um, I love uh-huh. it. So I'm really excited. And they left me the most glowing review. It like made me cry. And then we just booked a theater, like an actual movie theater for our premiere here in San Diego in September. And that mm. goes on sale tomorrow morning. And we're like shitting. Cause it's like, we did like a little early bird sale and it's like already almost sold out. So I'm like kind of losing my mind that like that many people are paying to like come watch it. Uh-huh. Um, and damn, so, girl, look at you, look at you. It's girl. crazy. And I yeah. wrote it, directed it, edited it, scored the music, acted in it. I mean like everything that's not playing a physical other being, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's giving me that like picture of like uh, Mark Jacobs by Mark Jacobs presented by <laughs> Mark Jacobs. <laughs> and there's like a meme where it's like um like a comic con or something, and it's like actor, director, writer, and they like have on the table like their card of all of, and it's like the list of everything, and it's one person, one and person everyone. In the, every time it comes up, someone in that movie sends it to me, and it's like you with mystery you. solved. I'm like, I know. <laughs> I, I wish I didn't that. have to do all of that. It's just because I can't afford it to have other people do it. So it's like, well, fuck it. All right, I'll do it myself. I'll take so. it. Hey, you know what? Always leave it to a gay to get shit done. I mean, and yeah, so I will definitely send you that when yes, we're please. done. Just promise, please don't leak it. But <laughs> so that. <laughs> no, I'm so going to leak it to everyone here in North America. <laughs> good. Um, so that is going to come out in, um, I mean, you've wanted tea. That comes out in October. I haven't said that yet. Love it. That comes out in October. Love it. And then a record, I think, will be in November maybe okay we'll see yes work i love Um, that so everybody keep an eye out for mm -hmm. all that and i will put that all in the show notes Uh, it's gonna be a shit show (laughs) well deserved shit show uh so this is a sex ed podcast and i want to talk about sex Sure. Uh, how was that for you uh the first time you how is it gay sex oh oh the first time (laughs) yeah uh is it good for anyone (laughs) I mean, you know what? I was, it was, I was young and it was just whatever, you know? It was like kind of, all right, check that box, done. (laughs) No, but like, did you know what you were doing? Like, how was your sex education like growing up? And like, you know, where do things go? What's that called? I mean, I knew what went where. Okay, good. Um, You had the instruction manual with you? Uh huh. I knew to be safe. Good Um, for you. I don't. Uh huh. Good. Love it. Yeah, I mean, it was, I felt like I was ready when at the time that I did do that. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I wouldn't say that I started 
<laughs> Mom, don't listen to this. I wouldn't say that I've, it's fine. I've told her worse. I wouldn't say that I started thoroughly enjoying it until I was in a long relationship with someone who I was very, very comfortable with. I, I think that's the case for a lot of, maybe a lot of gays that it's like your first gay sex is like with someone that like, you know, intimately, or maybe I could just be like, you know, coming up with shit out my ass as one does but like you know that that's that's adorable that you got comfortable with sex with someone that you were already emotionally comfortable with yeah i did it like for the first time when i was younger um i was like i think 17 we only did it that that like once or twice i think and then i just didn't at for a long time until i was in a, a long relationship well wasn't that we waited eight years till we were to get after we were together, but you get what I'm saying. It was right, when yeah, I was yeah. in a long relationship with someone that was when that was like when I actually started having experience with it. No, I get it. I was first had sex like with my bomb. boyfriend and like my first serious boyfriend, and I totally understand. That's cute. Yeah. Yeah. Embrace it. What's sex like for you now? Uh, it's not happening. <laughs> <laughs> Close I'm too busy. For I True. No, uh, you, let me tell you something, dude. I went on the. I think I've been on. I've been single for almost three years, two and a half to three. I think I've been on one or two dates t- max since my relationship ended. I'm just wow. busy. Okay. No, that's fine. That's busy. I'm like, just, I mean, I've I've busy, had, booked, and blessed. I've had people that I've lightly, casually seen. I guess. Mm. But like a first date date, Rare. I think I've maybe had one or two and they were both bad. <gasps> so I had, Ooh. I had one where it was like clear very quickly into the date and we overcommitted to like go out somewhere. Okay. It was clear very quickly. It wasn't going to go anywhere, but the good news was it wasn't awkward. He was nice. So it was like, we just had a fine time for the rest of the evening. And then it but was you could tell like, like well, the chemistry was not there. No. And it was like, nice to meet you. Bye. At the end. Like it was <laughs> fine. I wish him well. I think I follow him on Instagram. I don't know. But, and then I had another one where I was quite enjoying myself and he, I actually know I did have another guy that I kind of dated the closest I've had to like dating, dating someone, actually, I forgot about him, where we were seeing each other a bit and he wanted to jump into some stuff a little quickly in a, I'm okay with, we don't have to have 17 dates before we start to go there, but it <laughs> was like, wow. no, I know, no, 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 I mean, don't get me wrong, I can be quick, but it was like, a, he wanted to reach another level on uh, a time where it was very spontaneous and I was just like, oh, um, maybe next time where like I know we're going to be doing that because I just don't, I don't know how to put this. He wanted to, he, he wanted to be the receiver and we had just, <laughs> we had just, sorry, I have like young girls who listen to my shit. So I'm like trying to be careful, but oh, he God. had. He, um, they'll, they'll skip this one. He, uh, we had just eaten heavy Mexican food, like, I think 30 minutes prior to that. Maybe an hour. Oh, hour my and God. And I, and no, and he, no, so he wanted to and was like, let's do that. And I said, 
shouldn't we maybe wait till next time (laughs) when we're in a better scenario and he was like he was like pissed that i was like dude that is a a can of worms that i'm not looking to open tonight my friend like worms the imagery and okay but you get what i'm saying this is a slippery slope buddy and i don't want to go down it and so and he was mad that i didn't want to and then he like ghosted me for that oh oh my god he's so stupid do you not know what mexican i'm trying to save you from setting yourself up my friend and you're ghosting me so i was like all right bye that was weird fucking god he yeah ghosted you because you didn't want to top him on a full stomach of fucking mexican food burritos and tacos yeah oh i mean delicious as that is that is not bottom diet like holy you pick your night my friend like if you wanted to do that we prep or do that first and then go get the food yeah yeah have sex first then eat after so yeah and then so that was the only person that i was like kind of approaching that territory with and then I dated some, I went on a, a, the most hilarious date with someone. Uh, this was like a last year where he came over to my house and we like watched a movie. We went in the hot tub and then we came back and we're like sitting in my bed. We had changed out of these wet shorts and like we're sitting in my bed and he like wasn't coming near me, but I thought the date was going well. And I was like, Oh, are you like a cuddle hater? This is someone we had matched on two apps. A cuddle okay? hater? Two. Okay. Two. Wow. I was trying to casually be like, why the fuck are you like on the other side of the this bed from me? Right. Yeah. So I said, are you a cuddle hater or what? And he was like, oh, no, I'm actually just looking for musician friends. <laughs> and I'm like, you chose two hours into this date to tell me that. And then and then no. And then it was so funny. It was hysterical. And then so he uh, I, I was fuck. like, I just want to oh, network. <laughs> all right. Or I don't even want to like c- cuddle. Yeah. I just want to network. Work. I wasn't trying to do all of that. I just was like, maybe we could like put an arm around or like, nothing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Nothing. And so he, um, yeah. And he was like, oh, am I like not invited over anymore? And I'm like, you know what, dude, don't make me feel like a bitch for like being like, okay, bye. So I was like, no, it's fine. So then I was like, all right, I, I'm sometimes I'm too nice. And I was like, we could still be friends. It's whatever. And then he sees me like a week later at like an open mic and then introduces me to his friend. Uh, he was like, I'm not looking f- to be with anybody right now. I'm just looking for music friends. I don't have the space to like date anybody. And I'm like, you could have told me that before we matched on two apps, but whatever. So then a week later, I see him at an open mic and he introduces me to his friend and then text me after that and was like hey we're going to the beach tomorrow we both think you're really cool you should come by the way i know this sounds crazy but he's a potential love interest of mine um and that was and he had left his swimsuit at my house and i was just wrote back and was like yeah your shit's on my porch i'm not fucking coming wow If you weren't, listen, everybody's not always interested in everybody. Like, sometimes you're just not vibing, and that's fine. But, like, I just don't believe in wasting other people's time. So, I will politely tell you you're cool, but I don't think this is going to go anywhere. I don't get why people can't. Yeah, like, just come out with that outright, like, from the get-go. Don't waste anyone's time. It's like, I'll be bummed, but I'm not going to be mad at you for respecting my time. Yeah. Like, I would rather, like, some guy tell me, Hey, not feeling it. Uh, I think this is the end of it. I'm like, perfect. Rather than you like ghosting and just like leaving me hanging. I don't, 
I don't mm. believe in ghosting. I'm mm. sorry. I think it's so corny. It's like, so, what's the reason? Yeah. You know what? Okay. That's a bit of a hypocrite statement for me to say because I have ghosted, but I have ghosted only out of fear of like, and like worrying about my safety because I got some really creepy vibes from a guy. And that's the only reason okay, I ghosted him. Right. But that's like, allowed. That's a lot. Yeah. Thank you for la- letting me be toxic. Thank you. Objection hearsay. Uh, <laughs> yep. I'll allow it. Uh, but yeah, like besides like for the worry of your safety, I think ghosting is so corny and just like it's cowardly and it's just yeah. like, it's not cute. Like just, why yeah. don't you just say, Hey, not feeling it. Bye. It doesn't even have to be like a long message of like apologies or whatever. Just like, Hey, I don't see this going anywhere. Have a good day and be on your merry fucking way. Why can't it be that easy? Especially with the gays. Oh, yeah. we can't, we can't do it. We can't vocalize our fucking feelings. It's, it's like, uh, I don't know. It was, it was cause I was in a long relationship and, and like I've gone to therapy. So like, I oh, can, yes, like say, Hey, Ooh. this is how I'm feeling. Um, but it's insane that that's just so uncommon. I just thought of another, uh, funny date disaster story where, Please tell. uh, we were walking in up on this hill at night over the city that had this like beautiful panoramic view. And, um, he like went and sat down on this bench and I came and sat down next to him. I like walked up and sat down next to him. And as soon as I sat down, he got up. Why? And like just walked away. It was like, a, it was, that was how I'm telling you the way gay people swerve what is so stupid. It's fuck? like, I wasn't trying to like touch him or anything. I literally just sat on the other seat, the other side of the bench. And he was like, Zoop, gone. I was like a, it was the roadrunner dust cloud. As wow. soon as I sat down, the, he yeah, ran. Yeah. 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 Just like the visual representation of no homo, bro. Yeah, oh it's like, God. I don't know. I find gay people are really put off by me because I'm not. Uh, the thing that sucks, I always say, is that guys that I like don't like guys like me. I like bottoms because I'm a top, but t- <laughs> bottoms want like a fucking six foot four DL straight dude with no bro, personality. Yeah, it's like, I've, listen, I've, I've tangoed with people who have the model bodies and the, and listen, I've never once had an engaging conversation. Not once. It's like, yeah, I'm sure you guys, you're very loved you, but like, I just don't, I, I find gay people are often put off by, uh, femininity. not, yeah. And personality, femininity. Sure. But it's just, I'm not going to fucking sit here and talk like this all night and just not say anything. Like I'm funny. That's part of what the charm of being around me is. I'm going to make you laugh. And we're going to have a good time. And I don't know. I would rather have somebody that I can talk to about anything than someone with a six pack that's going to be gone in 20 years. I can attest to that because I have fucked models, athletes, all the quote unquote hot guys. And comparably, when we're talking about sex, oh my God, they suck. Like, <laughs> they didn't uh, have to work for it. They didn't have to yeah. work to build personality to like, get people was, in the bag. Okay. Oh shit! <laughs> like, okay. The exception to a hot guy that can fuck well are the porn stars that I've hooked up with. That's it. Oh, there you but, go. But I would imagine that would be the case, right? But because that's their job. But like, if you're sure. just some genuine or not genuine, just like some generally good-looking dude that I see at the gym or whatever. 
the sex with you is just so bad for some reason. It's like, <laughs> I, put put in some effort. Like, I don't know, fucking like touch me and hug me and t- say something. I once had a guy that was, I was in bed with and he was like ninja quiet. Like, like I forgot he was even there. Like, am I still, am I still writing something? Like, <laughs> Yikes. And then it turns out he fell asleep. Oh no. Yeah. He, uh, he pee and peed in the dark while I was riding him. What's I did not that? see. Yeah. Party and play. What's- like he did drugs. He shot up. Oh, oh. Yeah. So wow. he, knocked, yeah, he knocked the fuck out while That's, we were having uh, sex. And yeah. Oh no. So I'm like, did you just I am make so me? I'm so sorry. That's terrible. I have all the stories, babe, but like, did you just make me rape you? Like, I don't know what the hell just happened here. Oh my. Yeah. I mean, it was a miracle that he was still hard while he was high off like a, a fucking kite, but like, God damn. Like, wow. Work. Jesus. Yeah. Oh it's no. It's trash. That's, That's horrible. Yeah. I mean, this is one of the worst things about being gay. It's just like all the hot gays that everyone think, sucks. I know. Right. I mean, I suck well, but like, <laughs> <laughs> and i got paid for it you know so hey right get that money get the bag but like it's just one of the worst things about being gay is like uh i guess like the drug problem the weird the weird like entitlement that hot gays have that or that they believe that they have and it's just like it's so exhausting and the their projection of like their insecurities like uh no fats no femmes or whatever like ugh. i hate that you know it's so funny because my experience with gay people is shockingly kind of limited because i have gay friends but i'm almost kind of sheltered when it comes to being gay because i don't know if it's because i came out so young being gay isn't like for me exciting anymore it's not like a <laughs> good it's i'm boring. fresh out the closet like it's just i'm a boring gay i don't go out to the club every weekend like i i haven't been to a gay club since like before covid okay so, you're uh, not missing like, out you're not missing out there's nothing good to know um but like so <clears throat> i don't really see the the drugs of it all and mm. the 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 kind of i don't expose myself to it enough uh to have a lot of experience with it i'm just kind of like this is i guess i'm just kind of boring i, and I like, am I'm kind too. of normal like, where is the pride representation for the gays who just stay at home and knit i would like that yeah man like, i'm just fucking like out here making horror movies and shit like yeah. this is what i'm doing on the weekend sorry when you say horror i hear horror sorry no but like that's Slasher. just me <laughs> well I was horror movies too because yeah, we're horror. all whores yeah. no uh like yeah like that's just kind of that's what i'm up to mm. you know what i mean so i i don't know i've never done poppers like i really that's your, that's your episode title i've never, never done, done poppers, poppers? with okay. my name is chapel oh my um, god yeah, i don't i don't plan on it anything that i don't know if anyone's ever died from poppers but anything that i've really no, only ever can't. like smoked pot yeah. And then drank. I, I drink whiskey like a motherfucker. I can drink you under the table. Wow, macho. But, uh-huh. Jameson is my, uh, there's a bottle of it right here. Oh my God, you uh, are a top. <laughs> it's almost gone. Um, <laughs> Look at you. But uh, yeah, Jameson is like my. Um, wow, but, remind me to douche I when don't... I'm in your neighborhood. 
<laughs> no, but I don't. I've I've never done anything that anybody's died from. Like I don't do coke. I don't do ecstasy. I don't do any oh, of that math. shit. Yeah, yeah, nothing, none of that. I'm good. Tina's I'm not good. in the house right now. And even I, I mean, like, listen, I'm kind of a, I'm a pussy with weed. I've had like two experiences where I did too much, and like I think it's because I have like ADHD. So I'm the person where like I take Adderall and I'm functioning and mm. normal. Mm. where other people take it to get Weed's high. not going to make so, that any better. You're going to be paranoid No, and Exactly. I, yeah. The first time I uh, did weed, I did an edible alone at my friend's house while I was house-sitting. I thought I was Terrifying. having a heart attack, and I called 911, and the fire department came. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. It's oh so iconic in hindsight. God. My friend pulled up. I'm in the back of an ambulance like, hey, sorry. It was so funny. <laughs> it was so funny. And even as he's like hot firefighters are walking me into the back of the ambulance i'm like high out of my mind and i'm fucking cracking jokes what like i'm always do? doing stand-up okay it's so annoying <laughs> or i always You're, think i'm doing stand-up that's the worst part mic, i think i'm doing it you have your tight five right in your back of your yeah, mind <laughs> yeah yeah yes and <laughs> uh-huh uh-huh exactly what, what i'm fucking you, whitney cummings oh my god what do you what do you even like emergency services do when someone's like high out of their mind and they call 911 well, by accident? I will say they were very sweet and very helpful because I was Aww. like freaking out because the best way that I can describe it is my sense of touch was echoing. So if like you tapped me, I felt so when I put my hand on my chest to feel my heartbeat, it felt like, right? Because you got and the so, reverb of your heart. Yes, <laughs> I literally have felt reverb. And so I thought my heart was going like nuts and that I was going to explode and I was going to die. And so I thought maybe it had been laced with something. I was like, I know no one's died from weed, but what Terrifying. if there's PCP in it? Like, you know, so, um, so I basically was like, do you have something in your ambulance that can show me the number of my heart rate so that I will believe you when you tell <laughs> you me I'm a fine heart rate monitor <laughs> and they were like, well, I was high. I didn't know how to ask for that. Oh. And they were like, and they were like, yeah, sure. I was so high. I had a bag of Doritos, a pitcher of like Brita water and a cup. And I poured the water into the Dorito bag. That's how fucking high I was. Okay. Because <laughs> I had cotton mouth, I poured it oh into the Doritos. God. You had cotton mouth so, and you had the munchies just like Yeah, oh. yeah. I was dying. It was terrible. So so they took me and they they were really sweet and they were like, Look, your insurance is not gonna cover this and we're gonna charge you three grand for this ambulance ride. You said you called your friend, wait for her if you really want to go to the doctor, oh but here God. we'll show you your heart rate. Cause that's free. <gasps> okay. And so they stayed with me till my friend came and they were like, Buddy, we're not taking you to the fucking hospital, you're fine. Like go with your friend. And then my friend got me inside and was like, nope, you're not getting in my car. You're barefoot. You have to go back inside and go put your shoes on. And she like put me on the couch. And then I don't know if she hid my shoes or something, but she was smart because 10 minutes later I fell asleep. So it worked out. We didn't have to go to the hospital. <laughs> so note to self, never do weed ever again. <laughs> no, nope, nope. And I tried smoking it again years later, like a year ago. And I started to have panic again. And I coached myself through the fact that bitch you survived worse th of this last time just go to sleep and i finally just like passed out and had nutso dreams and then was like yep not doing that ever again i'm good that sounds like a vacation for me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> truly because uh when i'm not here on the show i'm working for a bank so like i'm working with numbers oh. and shit yeah, I know, right? But hey, thank you for paying for my therapy. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> right? So, like, okay, looking back at everything that we've talked about, you're, you're coming out, your music, 
uh, your bad and your bad dates. Holy hell, it's so and funny. bad edible experience. And bad edible I mean. experience. Uh, geez, can you like give me one great thing about being gay and one bad thing about? Let's start with the bad. What's the one thing you hate about everything? <laughs> Um, what's the no. one thing that you hate about being gay or just gay cultures like what, what can we do better as gays and then what's something that you like about it I think we touched on it a bit that like I think gay people don't like to see other gay people win I think it comes mm. maybe from some collective trauma that we're just so shit on in society and we were growing up it's better a bit better now but still we're not there mm. and I think everybody's just it's very so mean scared and they're just so scared that there's not enough room for anybody else uh, over uh, you know to be there with them and so i try I, I mean i get intimidated by other gays you know i'm i'm not yeah but you're not liar. gonna put them down with I'm this crowd mentality yeah but but um but excuse me sorry but i i had covid last week um i'm still Cute. coughing it out Love um it. i know i dodged it for so long um <laughs> but anyway so uh i think we can afford to be kinder to each other and i think I think society could afford to be kinder to us. I think that was, you know, my life is a lot harder because I'm gay and my, my, my youth was very hard. And, um, and it, it's a miracle to me that I, I don't know enough about suicidal ideation to really speak on it, but I feel like it's a miracle to me that I never had that Good. because of how bad it was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I think that, I don't know if that's something that you're just kind of born with or or what, if it can be developed, but I never had that. And then looking back, it's kind of crazy to me that I, I didn't, I had a very interesting sense of self that even though it was like, I hated how, I guess the best way I could describe it was I was so hurt by how awful people were to me, but I didn't believe what they said about me. Mm. I knew that they were wrong for thinking that I was less for being gay. I knew I was fucking cooler than them. Good. You know what I mean? Queen shit. It was like, I'm doing my own thing and Stay I'm fucking 15 yeah. and you're all sheep and suck my ass, <laughs> basically. And I got really fucking mean. I was, I, it, that's the thing that I kind of, I guess that's the hardest part of being gay is that I'm, I really, as an adult, mourn the, the person that my childhood self could have grown up to be without what people did to me because I was gay or because they thought I was gay. And, uh, cause I had to harden my shell fast early and it's resilient. Um, I, and I unfortunately kind of became a little bit of the bully that I feared because it was how I was surviving. I was, I'm going to scare you before you can hurt me. Oh, she really turned and, into Regina George and <laughs> a little bit, but I started going to therapy. So hopefully not anymore, but, um, yeah. And so that that's i guess the underbelly of it for me but good things about being gay is i mean we get a whole month hey hey hi gay gay. have a problem salter we are sashaying away with deals this month at the butter shop at sisley's butter shop um oh how queer yeah the new one see the sequel yeah with love the fucking her. butter stick oh my god uh-huh. Uh-huh. Salter, if but, you ever listen to this show we love you so much uh-huh um but my friends got me a cameo from her for my birthday like three years ago it's the funniest it. thing that's ever happened to me love um, it. but so uh a good thing about being gay i 
Not a single thing. <laughs> no, I, I'm trying to find out. I'm trying to figure out how to word this. I, I had the most deep and connected relationship that I've ever had with another human with a I man like for four years. I like that. You know, I had real adult. I want to marry you love with someone with a guy and, and I got to steal his clothes. Oh, that's the best. That's part. cool. That's that was cool. cool. But like, yeah, I think there's something really extraordinary about just queer relationships and there's something yeah, magic and connecting about it. with your person. And I think that that is such a gift. And I, and I hope that our generation of young gay people finds a way to heal more because I think a lot of them are holding themselves back from that real connection because of how deeply ingrained they, the culture of gay culture is in superficiality yeah and i and that's my wish for gay people is to just let that shit go man because i promise you i fucked hot guys not one of them was ever even a sliver as great as being in love with someone who was really special yeah i get it you know what i mean oh my god i have fucked way too many hot guys to know that like they all suck (laughs) (laughs) they all suck they're so bad yeah good i guess that's my good thing I love it. Thank you so much. And uh, just to wrap everything up here, and I don't like to wrap up anything. Um, <laughs> can you please make like a butt and plug away anything that you want the audience to find? Of course. So my, you can find me on all social medias, just at my name is chapel, one word, unless you're looking for my music in which there are spaces in between the words. My name is chapel. Search that on your Spotify or Apple Music. I have a new single called Like I Would out on June 10th. And then my film Mystery Solved will be out online this october so look for that shit the trailer's online if you want to look that up it's really fucking funny and um everybody just be gay and have fun and mind your own fucking business yeah <laughs> that's what i want to plug be gay okay? have fun mind your fucking business could not yeah. have said it better myself yes yes oh my and God. do not try to fuck someone an hour after you just ate mexican food if you're going to take any message from this episode, let it be that. Let it be that. That. Don't eat fucking <laughs> Mexican food, burritos, and tacos, and then expect to have sex right after. <laughs> Amateur noob <laughs> move. Oh, my God. Well, Chapel, thank you so much for coming on the show. And for all you listeners out there, thank you so much for making it this far into this chaotic-ass episode. Please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And leave a review because it really helps get the numbers up. And review is fucking show. Yeah, please, please, pretty, pretty, please, with a bleeding, ro- bleeding butthole. Ah, we got it. With the bleeding, bleeding butthole. butthole. There we go. We got it. We got it in the show. <laughs> pretty That's what would have happened if the Mexican food situation correct, had happened. Correct. 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 <laughs> that was disgusting. I'm sorry to leave with that. Well, no, I've had many a bleeding butthole situations sans oh, Mexican God. food. <laughs> and that'll be for another episode. But anyways, thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. I'll see you all at the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Sex Ed with Tim podcast. Sex Ed with Tim is created and produced by me, Tim Lagman. Music is Aces High by Kevin McLeod. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at GaySlutClown and at SexEdWithTim. You can also like and follow me on the Sex Ed with Tim Facebook page. If you enjoyed the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for all your support, you dirty little slut. Mwah.